Hi, everybody. I'm Erica. Thanks for listening to the Fox Fur Podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining us today. The next few minutes will be packed with encouragement and insight on just how powerful our words can be. If you were with us this past weekend, Pastor Rob taught about the weight of our tongue in the teaching series, It Starts With Me. It was a great message for all ages, so be sure to download the Fox River app for easy podcast play or get the word out to your friends by sharing this on YouTube. So as a follow-up to Rob's message, we thought it would be fun to bring some guests. We have a husband and wife duo with us today, Mark and Jamie. They both attend Fox River and are active in the community and with us today in the podcast. They're going to chat with us about their experience with the effects of words in their daily life, both at work and in their family. Thanks for being here with us, you guys. Thanks for having us. So let's start with some introductions. Why don't you tell me a little bit about both your family and your careers? Well, I am, well, we've been married for 20 years, and we have three lovely daughters. They are 16, 14, and 9, and so we have a a lot of positive words that need to be shared in our our home with teenagers and and, um, a full house, and we have a dog as well. Um, We have been at Carroll for 14 years now, moved back up into the area and have been working at Carroll since then. I am the, I'm a clinical associate professor at Carroll, and I am the athletic training program director. Great. How about you, Mark? Yeah, I just uh, actually transitioned to a new role. So I gave up the whistle after 29 years of coaching and have moved into more of an administrative role. So assistant athletic director and uh, working with human performance as well as the budget and some more administrative work, uh, getting a little bit more broad scope in the athletic world. So from coaching to budgeting. You bet. That's fun. Great. Okay. So when Pastor Rob said, Mark, this is for you, Mm -hmm. words can bring death or life. What did you think about that statement, uh, particularly have you seen that play out in your coaching? Yeah. I, you know, as soon as, as soon as we started to hear the message, I, my, my mind started to go into all the different places that uh, what I'm assuming was the intent. So good job, Pastor Rob. He nailed it <laughs> of exactly how powerful our words are. And, uh, you know, as, we, as I think about it from a sports psychology standpoint, when we use words like happy, joy, love, it's going to right now go to an immediate emotion uh, versus pain, sorrow, and dark. Uh, you know, so they do have, uh, they do have a, a very powerful impact on the way that our brain works. And, you know, I, I totally understand that when, when and in Proverbs where it says that the tongue can uh, have that power of life and death, that's pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we really think about it in our everyday lives, you know, an interview, words matter. It, that's the difference between getting a job and not getting a job. Uh, as I was thinking about it a little bit longer and, you know, uh, we joke a lot and I think, you know, where else in our lives do words have that, that type of impact? And it's everywhere, you know, uh, proposal. You know, <laughs> it wasn't just, hey, what are you doing? It I was, hope not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the words that we use have such an impact on us. And as we work with different people, and I work with clients and um, even athletes, uh, the difference between that encouragement and being constructive uh, at times, having to be corrective, uh, it can still be said in such a, a way that shows care and compassion as opposed to uh, the opposite. So th- there's there's definitely impact, and it's it's so powerful of what we have the impact of make on other people around us. Absolutely. So Jamie, what about you? How does that line resonate with you and what you do in your everyday? So 
I can agree with what Mark said, that there's just so many opportunities for us to be speaking positively and the impact that it has in our families and, and in our jobs. I just think about that we we often think about just what we're saying to others, but we need to think about what we're saying to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Women in particular tend to be very hard on themselves. And the way that we speak to ourselves is how we end up, that, that manifests in our lives of how we end up treating other people. When we're feeling down about ourselves, we will often portray that to others, which can come out as negativity. And, and so we really need to catch our own thoughts about ourselves as well. So did you come today just to convict me with that one? I think a little bit. <laughs> no. Okay. So do either of you have any specific examples and stories and just in life that you can share with us about words and action and how they affect us? Yeah, the one that comes to mind, um, I was working with one individual and a great family, still know the family to this day, but they were kind of brought up in a family where there was a lot of competition, a lot of teasing, uh, sarcasm. And again, it was a loving family, great, great people, but that was how they expressed themselves. And where it really became I guess a little bit of an issue is as this individual got out into the workplace, that's how he communicated. And we just had to work a little bit on not everybody is like that. So it really, I guess, empowered me to understand those words matter. Even though it might have been okay in a certain setting in his family life growing up, he had three brothers. So that brotherly love came out in that competition and the wrestling and the, you know, the playing around. But um, as he got out into the workplace, it became a little bit of an issue, and he grew from it, and it ended up being a, a very good, positive learning environment for him. But it just was an example to me about how our words uh, really do affect people, and we have to be careful with them. Absolutely. I would say for me, I've seen this in students, but also in um, consulting in consulting with um, as a therapeutic nutrition counselor consulting with individuals one individual comes to mind that could never see herself in a positive light and could not gain the successes or or reach her goals because that was continually a limiting thought for her she kept getting stuck and so then it would be this well well let's let's change that and and change this negative thought into something positive and let's make that just something that you're going to repeat that repetition just going over and over and over again that even if someone told you something negative about yourself, that we're going to change that thought. And it would take constant repetition to then change the the thought process around those negative thoughts that had been placed in her head many years before. And so with time, and then once we would kind of conquer one, we would get to the next one and the next one. And then over time, then you see them gain strength. You see them maybe lose some weight that they had wanted to, gain mental clarity because there isn't as much of that brain fog there and some of those other things kind of um, dragging them down. And it was just amazing to see the change. And not only that, but being able to then speak God's word into mm-hmm. her life along with it. And you can take that consulting opportunity and make it a Christ opportunity. And so it's kind of, um, it, it's a really neat experience to then see them grow spiritually as well as physically. Great. I actually have a friend who was told by her dad one time in high school while eating, while she was eating ice cream, mm-hmm. he was watching, he was like, oh, ice cream, huh? You're going to put on some pounds. 
It's been 25 years and she's never touched ice cream again. Mm -hmm. And she has herself in a place of bondage where she works out constantly all because of one little comment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad to hear that you're able to counsel people into that freedom of -hmm. knowing that that doesn't have a hold on you. Yes. Yeah. Great. So for both of you, how have you seen this play out in you parenting your children, you know, through siblings and friends and their disputes? I'm sure it's always very positive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Challenges will come and go. But, uh, you know, without a doubt, the impact that we have on our children uh, with our words is is undeniable. As, As we work with our kids, our hope and prayer would certainly be that they know how much we love and support them and, and their accomplishments and to see their faces beam when we give them that encouragement. Uh, and we are so proud of them and what they've accomplished. Um, I think anytime in, in parenting, we have to understand that there are going to be those challenging times, but we can still speak out of love. And uh, I think our girls uh, understand that and hopefully are good role models. Uh, I always, myself, I always beam at night that, you know, bedtime takes forever because it's always <laughs> going around the house saying, good night, I love you, good night, I love you. It's five or six different times to each person, which is awesome. Would never want to change that because that's uh, what they have grown up with and mm-hmm. that's what they have learned. How about you? I would say we need to think about that we're we're human. We're not always going to be positive. And we need to allow ourselves that opportunity to come back and to apologize mm-hmm. and to be able mm-hmm. to say, I'm so sorry, I should have said this. Can you please forgive me to our children in particular? And when they see us role model that when we do make a mistake, we can turn around and make it something positive. We end up showing them how to be great individuals and how they will treat others and act toward others. And because again, being human, knowing that we're not always going to say the right thing, we're going to make our mistakes in parenting and and being able to turn around and, and celebrate with them even their little successes and the big ones and and showing them what it's like to be real and to know that we're not always going to say the right thing, but we can turn something that may have become bad and make that something very positive. Apologizing and asking for forgiveness is so huge and modeling that positivity. Are there any other small changes, Jamie, that you could encourage others in if they're wanting to speak more positively? Small changes, one, I would say start with gratitude. Gratitude is the most important. When we focus on gratitude, then we're focusing on the positive areas. Sometimes, too, we have to think about that um, in First Thessalonians, it says that we should be thankful in, in all things, not necessarily for all things, but we need to be grateful in all things, opportunities to learn and to grow. And when we start with gratitude first, number one, it keeps us from complaining. It keeps us from mm-hmm. focusing on the negative things. But then we are we are looking to even the little things. I think about just waking up in the morning, um, having warm covers in this cold weather. I'm not a coffee drinker, but for those who are, how grateful are they for that nice warm cup of coffee each day? Let alone the hugs and the saying good night and the I love yous multiple times in a day, and that that's a, an attitude of gratitude that we need to carry carry in our lives. One thing I brought this blessing catcher. Now this is this is old school Fox River right here blessing catcher. And with this, <laughs> we have this at our dinner table. And we've had it for a while and when we get to have dinner together because we're a busy family and so we don't always get to have dinner together, we write in it. And you'll see sometimes the kids write in it and sometimes things spill on it and it doesn't uh, it gets a little warped. But 
we've been able to contribute to this, say, what are our blessings? Let's catch those blessings. Let's look at those opportunities we've had to touch other people's lives and do something nice for someone else, whether it's just holding a door or, again, saying thank you to the crossing guards or to the lunch ladies or whoever that um, uh, we have opportunity for. And so writing it down and doing it as a family can be a very important thing. Another thing I would say is sharing appreciations. We have done this many times at our at our dinner table in particular of sharing appreciations with each other. And it can't just be the I like your new sweatshirt or something like that. It needs to be, I appreciate that you help me with the dishes because I, our youngest, you know, let's say you're not able to reach in the sink as well. Thank you for helping me. I appreciate you helping me with my math homework and so that I could complete it appropriately or something like that. Being able to truly appreciate the things that we do for each other and with each other and, and making it something deeper and we need to share those appreciations with more than just our families and making a point to find people to share those with. I love that. Thank you. Mark, how about you? Have you seen certain exercises or activities that work well when you attempt to speak more positively? Yeah. I think the biggest thing that I usually try to do myself and, and talk to other people about it, and of course this is going to be the coach coming out, but repetition, 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 and practice. And um, good habits are formed just as easily as bad habits. So getting it into that habit-forming mode, those little reminders. And it doesn't have to be big, but reading something every day. And, you know, the verse of the day is a great example of just that small little verse every morning or whenever somebody has time for it. Uh, A simple calendar. I have one on my desk. You know, you just flip the next card for the next day and you read something positive, puts you into that mindset. And not only might it help you at that particular time, but then it's repetition, repetition, repetition. So that's what I would advise uh, for anybody who's trying to, you know, form those those habits and to speak more positively is it has to be a habit. It has to be done repeatedly. And then you notice how it doesn't really take all that long. So how does this look in your life spiritually? <clears throat> and even when oftentimes you're working with others that don't know Jesus? After you. Well, from a spiritual standpoint, we need to be looking to God. And in times when we are feeling negative or low, maybe our confidence is, is, is low self-esteem, something like that, we have to look back up to God and say, why am I feeling this way? What's at the root cause of this? Mm-hmm. Is it something that I've created for myself because I've secluded myself and so I'm feeling lonely and I'm not feeling very positive about the relationships in my life? But what am I doing about that? Am I Am I reaching out to others that need maybe some encouragement, maybe others that need a friend as well? And and so when I look to God and say, where is this coming from? Help me to see how my attitude has changed and how maybe I'm not in a, in a positive mindset. What do I need to do for that? And that can apply at work. That can apply at home. It can be within other friend relationships, family relationships, that from a spiritual standpoint, God can guide us to where we need to we need to change. Yeah, encouraging people with the word. Um, I, we come across many many people throughout our days on the college campus where sometimes they they might not know uh, our background, but through our actions and more importantly through our words, mm-hmm. they soon find out. And I think we both have stories throughout our our careers of people coming up to us and saying, you know. 
um, we just felt like we could come and talk to you because mm -hmm. we know that you go to church. We know that you uh, have strong faith. And sometimes, again, we don't have to come out point blank and tell them. They just know because of, again, those words and our actions and the way that we speak to other people. Uh, and then that opens up the door. And that's what's really powerful is when that door opens up and then um, can see that you're really making that difference and that impact on people. That is great. Living an example. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that either of you would like to leave with our listeners today? I, again, it was a very powerful message. I think Rob, again, like I said, you know, way to go, Pastor Rob. He nailed it. I think it was a great message and, and exactly how powerful for, for such a, a small part of our body that the tongue is, mm. exactly how powerful it is. Um, I think as we continue to go throughout uh, our lives and, and family as well as the workplace and socially, um, those little things do matter. And it, it just takes practice. It takes repetition, but it's not uh, too big of a task for anybody. Great. Mine would be to look for opportunities and sometimes even create the opportunities. We never know if we are the only smile that some people might get each day. And that could be someone that we walk past on the sidewalk that looks a little bit grumpy instead of wondering why they're grumpy. Just smile and say good morning or Give them, um, I hope you have a great day, something like that, even if they're a stranger, because you just don't know if that can have a positive impact on their lives. Absolutely. Well, thank you both for being here today. We want to thank you for joining us, and we hope that you we will see you at church this weekend as we learn about spiritual life and habits, which we touched on a little bit today. But how do those two things relate to one another? I guess we'll find that out this weekend. So join us. We hope you were encouraged today. Subscribe to the Fox River Podcast to ensure you don't miss future messages. Stay connected through our social media channels on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, make a difference in the lives of those you know by sharing with them. We are grateful for you and hope you join us again soon.